Welcome to the Blaze and Access podcast, amplifying the disability voice one story at a time. I'm your host and producer, Blaze Bryant. Facebook.com slash Blazing Shows. That's B L A I S I N Shows. Same with Twitter and my website, which is BlazingShows.com. Hope you are well, and joining me on this episode is Jensen Caraballo, who is working for the National Disability Institute as their assistive technology loan coordinator. Jensen joined us last year in season during the Fair Pay for Home Care campaign panel discussion. It's great to have you back, Jensen. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Sure. You have a really awesome story that I got to find out about last year when you were with us. You were living where when you were 15 years old? I was living in a nursing facility when I was 15 years old. And uh, I now live in my own apartment um, with my own services and uh, supports. And uh, I'm happy to be in my own home. Absolutely. Where, and that is where you belong, too, you know, in your own home and being able to have the services that you need to, you know, not only live your life, but have a job as well. Talk about what it was like getting out of the nursing home and sort of the obstacles that you had to deal with just to be able to live your own life, because this is something that people really need to understand. Yeah, so I... uh I faced a lot of obstacles um, when I was trying to move out of the nursing home. I know that uh, I was trying to get some housing and I was having trouble finding housing. And uh, I also was denied for services and supports because they were saying that since I've never done it before, that I would fail and I, I wouldn't know how to do it. So I, I needed to fight back and advocate and say that I, you know, I, I deserve a chance. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I don't get it. I, Jensen, I really don't get it. Yeah, me neither. And, you know, finding, finding housing, as, as anyone with a disability knows, it's not just like finding... You know, uh, it, it's not like you can just, you know, walk into somewhere and say, hey, this is my house. Right. It has to be affordable, accessible, and integrated. And there's not a lot of that. No, no, there there isn't. And, um, you know, so talk about the, the accessibility piece of this, uh, Jensen Caraballo. What does accessibility look like for you? Well, I am a wheelchair user. Um, I was born with spinal muscular atrophy type 2. Um, I'm 32 years old. And so I, I live in my own home. Um, it, it's wheelchair accessible. Um, so I can get in and out of my own place. How long did it take you to get the place that you're in? Well, I, I originally lived with my mother for a couple of years um, after I left the nursing home. Um, and I, I did that for about two or three years. And then I um, got my own place. Um, so 
I've been here since uh, 2014. There you go. There really is nothing better than than being all able to call a place your own, and that feels like home. You know, because it's yes. so important. Yes. I mean, I'll just kind of share from my own experience. You know, my fiance and I, we bought the house that I'm recording this in. Um, you, you know, we, we bought it end of October and, and moved in early, or I'm sorry, end of November. And, you know, we, we had to look for things that were along a bus line and that had sidewalks so that I could, you know, walk around with my seeing eye dog flash, which, you know, anyone who's listened to the episode or, or the podcast, you know, knows, knows a little bit about flash. So, you know, these are the types of experiences that us people with disabilities face. Yeah, same here. I have to be um, on the bus line because I catch the bus and I need sidewalks as well. Um, So, you know, this is what accessibility is for me. Absolutely. Uh, Let's, let's talk about what you're, what you're doing. And I know you're very new to the National Disability Institute, you started what, just a couple of weeks ago from when we're taping this? Yes, I started on the 5th. So, yeah, literally last week. So you're a week into your job and here you are on a podcast already talking about it. (laughs) How awesome is that? It's, It's pretty cool and this is something that you initiated by throwing a Facebook post out there because you're... You're, you're reaching out to talk about the different assistive technology loans that are available to people with disabilities. Yes. So for those of you that don't know what assistive technology is, assistive technology are products or devices that can improve your independence and quality of life. So some examples include accessible bathrooms, computer equipment, hearing aids, modified vehicles, wheelchairs, and smart home technology. And is that all stuff that NDI, National Disability Institute, is able to provide? Yes. So NDI can provide affordable loans to help people with disabilities purchase their assistive assistive technology that best meets their needs. Sure. And do you use assistive technology personally? I do. I have a a wheelchair that I use. Um, I have different uh, things that I use in my home. Like I have smart home devices, Alexa, Google, things like that. What would we do without them? I, I mean, seriously, you know, right. five, ten years ago, we didn't have this. Well, we did five years ago, but ten years ago, this stuff didn't really exist. And now that it does, I don't know about you. I just, you know, every time I talk to my A-L-E-X-A, because I have one positioned directly above the, the microphone here, <laughs> I think to myself, what in the hell would I do without it now? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I use mine every single day. I'm able to turn off my lights, turn it on, you know, play music and things like that. So Yeah, or or even 
change the thermostat because we got a thermostat. See, the one that was in the house here originally is a dial that you turn, and there was no indicator for me as a blind person to tell what the temperature is. And I'll, you'll love this story. I, you know, was messing with it, and I turned it ever so slightly, and it was 85 degrees in the house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, goodness. Yeah, well, I, I thought I moved it ever so slightly. And over over Christmas, my fiance Aaron, and I, um, her, her sister bought us a, a smart thermostat that we're, that we're able to control. So That's it, awesome. You know, assistive technology is is so important for for people because it really, like, I don't want to. Yeah, we we depend upon it because that's what not only makes our lives easier, but we're able to be successful because of it. Exactly, exactly. And I do want to mention that assistive technology can be high tech or low tech. So, you know, things like glasses, hearing aids, things like that would be considered uh, assistive technology. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I, and really, like, you can make the case that any technology is assistive technology. Exactly. So in, in your job as in assistive tech marketing loan coordinator, so what what do you do? So basically, I am doing outreach, letting people know about the program um, and how to apply. Um, my boss, Lori Schaller, she can uh, give a lot more information than I can. You know, I just started what a week ago. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I don't I don't have a lot of information on the uh, loan program, but it's a great program that I'm learning about and it's, um, it's brand new to me. And, uh, you know, NDI is, uh, is the first national nonprofit committed exclusively to financial education and empowerment for disabled people. Sure. And are you versed enough yet? And it's okay if you're not, because part of this podcast and why I decided not to, uh, you know, keep it on a radio station is because I felt like an actual podcast space allows us to be a, a bit more honest. Are you versed enough to talk about how people can apply? Um, I, you know, not not really. I'll be honest. Um, I I I have you know my boss's information. And people can contact her, and uh, and and she'll let you know let people folks know how to apply. Um, yeah, uh, it, it would be cool at some point to, uh, you know, to have you know to have you back on, and, and even your boss to talk about to to further this this conversation. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I will let her know, and uh, maybe we can. Uh, we can set something up in the future. Sure. I mean, what what else should people know about, you know, NDI or, or disability and assistive technology in general that we haven't talked about? Well, let's see. Um, 
I think uh, disability is uh, a beautiful natural part of life. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's part of my life, everyday life. And, uh, you know, the work that NDI does is awesome. Um, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, you know, th this just popped into my head because I really want to ask you about this. How in the hell did you survive being a 15-year-old in a nursing home when people around you, or, or maybe not around you, but people that you were, you know, integrated with, I, I'm assuming you were in school, you were integrated, were, were you know, getting ready to, you know, get their permits, getting ready to drive and, and forming their, their friendship groups. I think one of the things that people don't realize is how truly difficult it can be as a teenager with a disability when you're not able to do things that your able-bodied friends are able to. And that's really when the realization first hits you, or at least yeah. it did for me. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Um, it was very hard for me when I was institutionalized. I was going to school. I was going to high school at the time. And uh, a lot of my friends, they, they were living, you know, regular lives in their own homes. You know, they had girlfriends and uh, driving permits and jobs. And I was, you know, here stuck in a a nursing home with uh, other disabled people, you know, and I, I witnessed a lot of uh, abuse and violence mm. places. Wow. And how did you deal with it? It was very hard for me. It was very hard for me. I, um, I didn't, um, I was very young. And so I, I, um, I, you know, I turned, to uh, the supervisors at the nursing home um, and let them know what was going on and things like that. But a lot of times um, they wouldn't do anything. How come? Um, I don't know. I, you know, I think that they're very protective over their staff. And, uh, you know, these places, they, it's easy to get lost in the system. Oh, well, that's for sure. So, you know, final thing here, because, you know, both of us have work to do. <laughs> um, how, you know, if there's, if there's one thing that you could tell someone with a disability that's struggling right now, what would it be? It gets better. I promise it gets better. You will find your way. You, if you want a job, you can have a job. If you want to live in your own apartment, you can have your own apartment. There are services and supports out there and you just have to get connected to it, but hang in there and, uh, and uh, keep fighting. Well, Jensen, keep kicking the world's ass, man. You're doing some great stuff. You, you know, congratulations. You've worked extremely hard to get where you are, and you should never lose sight of that. Thank you. Thank you.
and it was uh, great having you on the, the show, and we'll do this again soon. All right. Jensen Caraballo from the National Disability Institute. You can find out more information about the Institute by going to their website, which is nationaldisabilityinstitute.org. The link is also in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Blaze and Access podcast. I'm your host and producer, Blaze Bryant. I'd love to know what you think. Let me know on facebook.com slash blazinshows, B-L-A-I-S-I-N shows. Same with Twitter and my website, which is a little bit improved. Go to blazinshows.com. If you can, please consider making a donation so that I can continue to have the resources to make this show accessible to all and continue making those efforts. If you are not able to donate, hey, spreading the word is just as important because that's how work gets done. I'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about the Americans with Disabilities Act and where we need to go because the reality is we can only celebrate 32 years of progress for so long. I'm Blaze Bryant. Take care and stay safe. And thanks again for listening to the Blaze and Access podcast.